Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Brought to you by Marine Home Center, your local Anderson Windows dealer. The ultimate football team. The ultimate football show. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Hour on Sports Radio WEEI. The most comprehensive, in-depth presentation anywhere concerning fantasy football. The Fantasy Football Hour is brought to you by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Window dealer. By Moxie Soda. By Gould's Distinctive Clothing. And by Atlantic Power Cleaning. The fun and games starts now. Welcome to the jungle. We've got fun and games. Here's Jim Hackett and Pete Davidson. Good morning, everybody. Jim Hackett, Pete Davidson, the Fantasy Football Hour here at WEEI. Thanks for joining us. Week 7. Good morning, Pete. Hey, bud. What's going on? <laughs> um, well, I sort of let you know. <laughs> yeah, you had a little bit of a crash over there at Rotobahn headquarters, huh? Yeah, rough. Uh, you, you know what it was? It was, a, it was a sucker punch hack because it happened at 11 p.m. Saturday night, right? Yep. So it's like, oh, boy. Like, I can't go to bed till I fix this. Yep. <laughs> so All right. But you're, you're up, and, up, and, up and running? We're Pentagon's back. good? Everything's back. Awesome. Downloaded a new operating system. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> that's yeah. That's a, that's a lot to handle. At, uh, Let's cancel the show. Morning. I want to do it again. <laughs> no, we basically we're, we're did okay, though. Friday on the podcast. We basically did. We couldn't have pivoted further from fantasy football, which was fun. I think we had a blast. So. I, well, you, you you said to me you thought we had a good podcast. That was fun. So, yeah. So I, I actually went back and, and listened um, on my iPhone while I was completely rebuilding my rig. There you go. But you know, in our defense, we did more fantasy football. No, we actually we actually did more than than we normally do. It just was a good like eight minute, yeah, eight minute. uh, Yeah, we we pop cultural into seventies television, which which we we do sometimes. All right, so you're you're back up and functional because the techs are already coming in at three seven ninety three seven. So we'll be hitting those. All right, cool. I can't speak for my brain or anything, but the computer's working fine. Let's see what we can do. So we've got Pat's Jets on Monday night, and before we get into that, uh, Pete's got a great article up on wei.com. It's pretty easy. It's just uh, the week seven fantasy plays. So check that out. We're going to get into it because there's some interesting content in there. But before we do, I want to kind of take a run around the league because a lot of news popped last night in terms of who's in and who's out, which is a little rare for us. They usually kind of keep us guessing, and they are in certain areas, but in certain ones, it's yeah. it's getting clearer, and which most is good. Of this, most of this stuff is you know Rappaport kind of stuff, so we don't know. Right. This is sort of what they're we're leaning. Now, yeah. So, uh, yeah. so what we know right now, guys who are out, we'll start there. Is uh, with the Raiders Packers game. Devontae Adams is out. No, no, you know, surprise there. He's got turf right. toe. Hopefully, hopefully that starts to uh, dwindle, d- dwindle down, and we get him back next week. But uh, on the other side of the field, it's Tyrell really Williams no, is also out. Yeah, there's really no feel for Adams at this point. It's just, you know, yeah. It's I week mean, when to it week. first happened, they made it sound like he could maybe not even miss time, and now it's just sort of. And I've been, you know, I've been railing on this all year, Hack. It just feels like injury information is very soft this year. Mm. It feels like they're not really giving us actual timelines. 
It seems like everybody's gotten into the Belichick school. It's like, yeah, lower leg injury. That's Co- all we're yeah, giving you. Copycat. Ironically, this uh, ironically today, a day early, we got a definitive on Josh Gordon, which he's out, right. knee and ankle. Actually, they had two right. I mean, body parts there. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he hasn't. Has he practiced at all? I don't week? think so. Yeah. So, I'm not sure how much they could stretch that one. Uh, you know, I, I watched that play a couple times. It didn't look like a serious injury to me. So, in, in a way, this is good for Gordon because he had a. He, you know, that joint was hot before that play, mm. right? I mean, he had been suffering with some knee soreness the last couple weeks, right? That was rumored, but that was it. Just it looked no, awkward. No, it was on the injury report. Yeah, but he looked so awkward when he was, went down there. I didn't think it did. Really? I did not see yeah. any. Go ahead. I was gonna. I just. It, it, it was. A, it was an awkward kind of fall. It looked like this, oh, it was an awkward fall because yeah. he's coming from behind and then right. he sort of swoops in from the left. I'm just talking about the joint itself. I didn't see it get torqued, you know, left or right. I didn't see a hyperextension. So, um, I mean, look, you never know. Uh, but you know, it wasn't like a Willis McGahee kind of thing, or mm. you know, or a, a Lattimore kind of thing where it's like, oh my God, look, his knee just got blown up. Yeah, it the only thing like that's that concerning me is like it's been ten. It's like it's going to be what ten or eleven full days, you know, since the, since that happened. Right, but like I said, I I don't think he was fully healthy going into that game. Yeah. So I, you know, well, I he think certainly that, wasn't playing like he's one hundred percent healthy. I'll tell you that. Well, that's what, for sure. What in his play has been bad? He just looks. A little, than, he looks a little slow, Pete, to me. He doesn't look like. I mean, I, I'm not expecting the 2013 Josh Gordon, but he no, doesn't no, no, have I, the burst, you know, or the explosion. He looks a little lethargic running his roots. That's that's my takeaway. Naked eye watching. Has any okay, but has there? Have, I haven't heard anything coming out of Patriot Land that says Gordon is like disappointing in practice or anything like that. I mean, have I? No, but I'm no, not as tapped in as you guys are up there. So yeah, have I no, I, 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 I haven't heard that. But right. I just it's basically uh, evaluating. When he's on the field during games, it just doesn't not living up to the you, expectations. But there's not that you know? much there to evaluate the like we've talked about this. The Patriots have been in like so many broken games. I mean, they've just owned everyone they played almost. So I mean, it's not like the Patriots are out there slinging the ball around. They're just no. I hear you. It's tough the to get. Skins, it's, playing the Jets. Yeah, it's playing tough the to get Dolphins. a. It's tough to get a great yeah. eval so far. I, I, yeah, I get that. I just I I don't disagree with what you're saying about lethargy. I just I, like I want to see it where I'm getting like a handful of routes in sequence where I can really evaluate the player. I mean, the, the Patriots have just been owning teams, so it's really hard to to evaluate the offense. I mean, they're, you know, they're messing around with teams. They were like, they beat the Jets with the JV. Yeah. You know, they're using Bolton in the goal line. Well, the Jets team. were JV that game. I mean, yeah, Luke Folk quarterbacking, so he's and they're, you know, they're sort of The Jets are sort of between varsity and JV this week. Right. Uh, you know what, though? They get Darnold back, and they're coming off a nice win right. on uh, last week. So I, wouldn't, I don't know about now. a nice win, but... Oh, hey, they took the Cowboys out. I mean, Cowboys are Cowboys took look themselves like a play- out. I know, but it's still on the scoreboard. They they go in there and they come home. They feel good. You know what I mean? So well, no, Cowboys. Oh, is that the Jets? But I mean, yeah. they they come yeah. out of that game. Cowboys gave them the game. In all honesty, they yeah. really did. I mean, Gallup dropped like the first four passes that were thrown to him. They lost Amari Cooper like on the second series. Um, it, Cal- and you know, Dak looked eh, not so great. I I mean. Jets played well for the first third of the game, but it was pretty much just coasting on Dallas mistakes the rest of the game. Yeah, but they do have the quarterback back, and I think there's no, a little Houston, wind in their sails. We've been talking about that for two weeks, yeah. but, the, but they don't have Herndon. The offensive line is a disaster. They can't cover anybody. I mean, trust me, Patriots are winning this game. Oh, no, I have no question they're going to win. I just, I think the Jets, even if it lasts a little bit of time, I think they'll come in a little bit strong. You know what I mean? And Their defense is good, and the Patriots really having don't. trouble running the ball. <laughs> I just, the Jets are a bad team. They're a bad football team. Well, they get bad ownership. They're just bad. And by the way, they're a bunch of jerks too. 
I, I am completely livid. And they're my team. So, you know, it's not like I'm not a Patriot person. Oh, you can't tell. Taking every opportunity to rip the Jets. But what the heck are they thinking? Um, challenging their own player, like questioning his toughness and telling him he shouldn't get surgery. Like, what's wrong with that? Who are you talking about? I can't pronounce the guy's name that well, but Kalichi Osemelin. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I, I, I mean, like, what are they doing? Telling a guy that he shouldn't have surgery now, he should wait till the offseason? Like, how do you, where do you get off telling a guy what his pain is? Mm. That's just so Jets. And it's like they so, like, they don't get the big picture. Like, wh- you want to sign players this offseason? Well, you know what? Telling players that, you know, that their pain is you know, not something that matters, that you get to tell them what their pain threshold is. Yeah, it's not going to help you. That's not a way to bring people to your organization. Yeah. I, what, what other teams have done that? Have you ever heard the Patriots do that? And no. the Patriots are pretty tough with their players. Yeah. I haven't heard them do that. Well, they support, they, they, look, they're tough um, in terms of, like, the culture right. they have and maybe within their locker room. But outwardly, yeah. outwardly, they're very protective of their players. You've got to check that. An athlete comes to you and says, I'm in too much pain to play. You don't take an MRI and then tell them that, no, you don't feel that pain. Yeah. That's just, that's just, it's just wrong. Bunch of poopy heads. All right. Yeah. So let's get off of that. So, so, but uh, back to the Jets for a second. Um, I was hoping we might see Chris Herndon on the other yeah. side of the field. And by the way, no that hurts the Jets. He's probably their best offensive lineman. Yeah. They're, they're in shambles up front. Yeah. They're in shambles up front. Right. So, and the Pats defense is, is immense, as we know. That's the problem. Is yeah. The Pats front seven against the Jets offensive line is just, it's not fair. Yeah. The way they're playing too. I mean, they're 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 high flying right now. So yeah, yeah you're probably onto something. And Belichick likes pounding on the Jets. He does, and he's. I mean, I, I look at. I I was looking at it like you got Luke Falk, you got Trevor Simeon, you've got whoever right. the hell they threw out with the Redskins the other day. Right. Donald's an upgrade, but you're you're probably right in that. No, you're it's dead not on, too dude. Much of a I, I went on a rant on the Rotomon Pod this week about how people are like overrating the Patriot defense the rest of the way because. They don't play vars. They're not playing JV teams anymore. Right. You know. I mean, the Patriots' defense can be great, but it's not going to be scoring like thirty-five fantasy points. No, they're a like week. an they're they're like an offense right now in terms of fantasy right. football. They're right. the fifth scoring player in fantasy football. Exactly. So great time to move the Pats D in seasonal. It, but actually, I, that's you know what I shouldn't say that. It's not one hundred percent true. If you've been dominating with the Pats and you're like six and zero, oh, five and one, four and two, then you keep them because the playoff matchups are amazing. Right. Yeah. Phenomenal but, the, but, but they'll have the they'll have the typical right. uh, Buffalo and Dolphins down at the end of the schedule, and they've got like there's a five game pocket in the middle, like you know, right. hitting November that's tough with uh, the Chiefs, the Cowboys. It's, it's just not the cakewalk that they've right. Had. They've opened right. up with a really soft top eight games, real actual NFL teams for a while. Um, but yeah, fifteen sixteen is Bengals Buffalo, right? And the Bills are at home. Yeah. Uh, so and that's obviously Belichick's had some success against Josh Allen. So yeah, well, I love so. Josh Allen, but he's mistake prone right. and. It'd be right. cold weather, and I think right. you can expect some points there. So if you're dominating with the Pats D and, you're, and your team's in great shape, you keep them for that 15-16 matchup. Yeah, that's what it's all uh, about. But if you're 3-3, three 2-4, three, and four, you can sell them for a profit right now and, and maybe make a playoff run. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. All right, so let's roll through the, uh, the who's in, who's outs, just, and then we'll get into some of your stuff in the article, which I liked. Cool. Um, so returning, there's some good news uh, for, for Giants fans that might be out there, which is Saquon's coming back. And Evan Engram, who's one of the guys who's highlighted in your article, we'll get to him and what's a really right. choice matchup for him. So Engram's back, yeah. Saquon Barkley's back. 
Could you uh, believe the data on Arizona? That's unbelievable. It's, it is pretty remarkable. You want to hit it now just because it's no, kind no, of No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. But yeah. you, hit, you sort of hit it, and I had to say, isn't it remarkable? It really is. So there's some good stuff on Evan Engram and, and, and what he's going to have in terms of uh, a matchup Bad against the Cardinals. Cardinals. It's not, yeah. it, does, it doesn't speak well to the Cardinals' defense no. and defending tight ends. Uh, more good news around the league I want to get to, which is the Rams look like they're getting Gurley back. Now, from a fantasy standpoint, right. that could be good, bad, or indifferent, depending upon what they do. But it looks like he's going to get – in there and get the lion's share with Malcolm Brown probably out. Yeah. But maybe the rookie, Daryl Henderson, gets a little something. But I'm looking at 70-30, hopefully, for yeah, Gurley I think, owners. I think that's a good call. Maybe yeah. even a little more for Gurley. Yeah. Hopefully. And then another guy returning. Uh, gets Henderson a, looked good last week. Yeah, he's he, well, he, look at he He, they, he did have a fumble, though. When did they draft him? Like second or third round? I mean, they went pretty high. They traded high, up man. for him. Yeah. So they definitely like him, but he's had trouble sort of adapting to the scheme. And then they didn't attribute a fumble to him last week. But if you watch the game, uh, there was a bad exchange with him and the quarterback. It was on him, yep. I thought. Yeah. But so. no, he's a, he's, a, he's a good little player. I mean, they're, they're pretty stacked it's at running explosive. back. But it's smart for them because Gurley's had knee trouble. He had knee trouble coming out of college. So right. smart for them to load So with up Brown out, I mean, Brown's not completely ruled out, but it's almost definite that he will be. Yeah. He's um, doubtful at best. Right, so if you're a girly person, you you got to feel good. I think Jim's right. Seventy percent feels like a floor. Yep. For for participation level, and hopefully the hopefully the goal line. You know, if he gets the goal line, you're oh, yeah. in the money. Henderson's not the goal line back. Yeah, it's like girly. Brown Brown, you worry that they could bring him in at goal line. Henderson less so, in my view. Yep. And then another returning back in a really choice matchup against the pathetic Dolphins for the Bills. Uh, Devin Singletary coming back, and he should be pretty fresh legged. So that's good. Yeah, news. I. It, well, the only thing I can't figure with Singletary is how much he's going to get. Um, I mean, even early in the year when everybody was so impressed, he was getting just a percentage. Yeah, of, Gore of, was yeah, Gore's right. there for sure, no right. doubt. You know, Gore's been running pretty well. It's amazing. Yeah, we had a, there's a, there's a, and now it's against like a team he used to play for in a crazy matchup. So I could see this being. Gore having roughly what you said Gurley's going to get. Yeah. It's uh, Gore it, look it, it's it's it, he's tough to sneeze off but when you look at what he's doing and we have a piece of audio that runs promotionally uh with Orway Maloney and Fourier and it's Lou and Christian talking about uh you know they're kind of going through the Bills offense versus the Patriots offense and then you know Christian goes you know Gore or Sony Michelle and Lou's like Gore and it, it, you stop and think because like on the surface you think about it like no way but production wise yeah, Gore's been pretty solid in fantasy, and he's not going away, and he's not slowing down, which is incredible. There's a lot of miles on those tires, but he keeps plugging. Gore gets what's blocked. Yeah. Almost every time. Yeah, he does. Doesn't give you any more than what's blocked these days, but he yep. gets you what's blocked. And a lot of coaches put a real value on that. They, yeah. Because a lot of these packs, they run away from the play. You know, Gore doesn't do that. Coaches no. love it. He's tough, and, you know, what is he, 36 now? It's <laughs> I stopped counting. That's just that, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's incredible. Right, the He's te- old. The texts are coming in at three seven ninety three seven. I'm going to hit him. I'm going to hit as, as many as I can as we go through this. Um, and then just some some guys uh, also returning. You know, that, that's the returning guys, the out guys, real quick. In that same Packers Raiders game, we talked about Tyrell Williams and Devontae Adams out. Uh, and a game I'm interested in is the Texans Colts. It's kind of a big one. Paris Campbell is out. No surprise there. Forty ers at the Redskins. Chris Thompson is out. That's too bad for the PPR. Lovers out there, and then that same Giants and Cardinals game, which is going to be a fun one. We talked about it in the podcast, Pete, and I didn't have my eye on that one, but you, uh, you kind of turned me on that. That's going to be just because the defense is so pathetic on both sides. Out there is Sterling Shepard, but returning Saquon and Engram, as we spoke about. And then later in the day in the 4 o'clock for the Saints at the Bears, Kamara and Cook are out. That's a tough one for the Saints offense and a, and a tough matchup anyway. The Saints win this week. We're They're for have real. To really start taking. They're them for seriously. real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If they win this one, props. 
They signed they signed uh, Zach Zenner a couple days ago as the backup. Uh, Always Latavius Murray. Yeah, you know, I know you like him a little bit. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm yeah. A fan. Yep. Uh, CC top. Yep. So uh, let's see. At the 425, you get the Ravens at the Seahawks. Will Disley's out. We knew that. And then Eagles, Cowboys. Poor Will Sunday. Disley, man. He was he was lighting it up, dude. He yeah, was lighting he was it playing. up. I mean, he had a major major injury. Fights his way all the way back from it. Starts yeah. playing amazing football. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't just like. He wasn't one of these guys out there just making a play because they, you know, he was playing really well. Yep. Um, and to get that kind of injury, you really got to feel for the kid. That's you know, it's, tough. You know, it's a bummer, too, in terms of fantasy football. Some tight- of these young tight ends, too, right? Well, the thing about ends- Henry and now Disley and, and um, the kid from uh, Denver. There's so many. No offense, yeah. No, no. Um, what's his name for two years ago? I've already forgotten. The kid they took before. Fan. Oh. Um, He's got the good name. Jake Butt. Yeah, that there guy. you go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it, it, I feel I just you feel for these young tight ends. So many of them having so many awful injury problems. Well, the only thing with Disley too is like he was one of the few bright spots at a at a, at a position that's been frustrating for fantasy football owners all a, year long. Making a big difference for that team. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, he was a he was a, a red zone target consistently. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he's out. And then on, on Sunday night, uh, some good news, bad news. Uh, Deshaun Jackson for you Eagles guys and Deshaun Jackson owners. He's out. But on the Cowboys yeah. side of the ball. Kind of interestingly, it's been kind of sad news around Amari Cooper all week, but he looks like he's going to play. Yeah, he's going to play. You know, and with Jackson, this is another one of these things where these teams are just, they're just lying to us. Mm. I mean, Jackson was like, they said he was like day-to-day after that injury. That was over a month ago. I mean, it's obviously a pretty serious injury. There's no way they didn't know he was going to be out multiple weeks. Right. And 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 now they're saying when he comes back, he won't be 100%. I'm just... it, I'm ranting, I know, but I'm sick of these teams giving us faulty information. Yeah, it's they're tough. all doing it. It's tough. And we talked about it a few weeks ago, especially now where offenses are using so many of their weapons. Like if you're there's very little differentiation, like at the receiver position, yeah. for instance, between a one and a three in yeah. fantasy football. So if you're not getting the right info, it just it sets Williams you up for bad decisions. Weeks. You know what information we got? Nothing. Knee. Yeah. Knee. <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah. Knee. Yeah, guys, there's more than one part to the knee, just yeah. so you know. <laughs> there's sure like are. four major ligaments, and then they got the patella and you know, cartilage. I mean, you know, could you just say, oh, just give us a little bit more than knee? Yeah, there's other why, stuff going why, on. Why don't there. you just say body? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, that's out of the Pats playbook, you know what I mean? So I love <laughs> yeah. that. I love the Lower leg. <laughs> Physical injury. All right, so uh, <laughs> a, a couple more questionables to get to. But in that game, so it looks like Cooper, who's been nursing an ankle and a quad, is expected on Sunday night. Randall Cobb, yeah. You know, you may or may not be using him, but he's he had a back. He's expected to go. Um, so that's right. good news. And then a couple of questionables for the 1 o'clock. So I just want to hit. you got the Packers-Rams game. Jalen Ramsey's going to be ba- in for the Rams, which is kind of interesting and probably bad news for the Packers. Um, we'll see on that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jalen Ramsey's playing the Falcons. Oh, right. you're right. I had my yeah, yeah. my line right. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bad news for Matt Ryan. Said. Right. Um, yeah, that is an interesting one, right? If yeah. he's shadowing Julio, then that could force the ball to Hooper and yeah. the other guys. So that, that that could be a factor in that game for DFS. By the way, speaking of, we were talking about tight ends a couple of minutes ago. How about Austin Hooper? I mean, unbelievable. He was probably drafted like uh, like at, you know as a low tight end one or a high two. I mean, he's like he's really producing. Yeah. So if you got him, yeah. you did well. He's a guy I probably should have been on him more in the offseason because he's a good player. We've always liked the way he played, and he's in that tight end breakout window. I think it's his third year. Mm. So, you know, we should have been on him more than we were. The, the, the problem is it's just 
you know, Hooper always looked good out there. The question was usage, and like, how were we supposed to know all of a sudden they were going to start throwing him the ball? Well, you got Julio there, and you got Calvin Ridley, who right. was emerging last right. year, so that was a tough one and to kind of forecast. Now you've got Sanu and Hooper surging. It's yeah, weird. yeah, Sanu, Sanu's having a good year. He yeah. actually might end up here. We're hearing a lot of scuttlebutt about that here, being with the Patriots. We'll see about that. A couple weeks to the deadline. Would be, he is quite patrioty. He is a great route runner. And he does the dirty work too, so I think he's an he's okay route. Well. You know what he is? He's just extremely. He's a really smart player. Yeah, good route runner. And he's, I don't know about his routes. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan of his routes, but I'm just a huge fan of his versatility overall. He can throw the ball. He can run the ball. He he can play inside. He can play outside. He's just really smart. Mm. And, and the other thing about him is he's an amazing rub route guy. Mm. So he helps get your other guys open. Right. Uh, That's what I kind of meant about the dirty yeah, work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, right. No, he's sort of like Landry Light. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he'd be really good on the Patriots. I'm with you. Yep. And they, look, they can make a move. They but, got plenty of draft well, actually, capital. Actually, you, know, I, I, you know what? You're dead on because my first thought was why would Atlanta give him up? But there's some good reasons why they give him up. They stink. They're not going anywhere. Look at the Pats are jacked on defense, and you got one unhappy guy, Michael right. Bennett. He could help a defense, no? So well, no, the Falcons but, I mean, they, stink there. Aren't they, aren't they certain? Are, I mean, they're not playing for this year anymore, are they? No. Right. So the, you wouldn't even have to give up yeah, that. Fourth round pick, maybe? Right, right. Yeah. I'm, I was thinking sixth. But yeah, I even mean, better. That, yeah, to that article you wrote about, what was it, 10 days ago or so. Um, if the Patriots are of the mindset that Gordon is not, you know, like a lock to make it all the way. Right. Um, and we always know that Edelman has a tendency to get banged up. Yeah. And, and Dorsett already battling a hamstring. Um, Jacoby's a rookie, so yeah. yeah, that that would be a heck of an addition. He'd be a great pickup. Yeah, I think he'd I'm be pretty easy to get. The other guy I have my eyes on, uh, and we saw it Thursday night. Like, what's the, the clock is definitely ticking on Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, come on. In he, what sense? He can't stay. They can't keep him in Denver. His contract's expiring. Oh, okay, right. They right. stink. Uh, I mean, it's, I think stinks. in two levels he keeps getting like I don't. He gets more banged up every week. So, like, you're right. Like, the clock's ticking in that sense, and it's ticking in terms of, like... What are they going to do with him? Yeah, I would move him before he gets more banged up. Yeah. Like, he's he's that classic player where he... I mean, all mad respect for this guy. He pushed himself to get back way early from a major injury. But this is what happens when guys do that. They start getting a bunch of compensation stuff. He's got soreness in a couple different places now. Um, that, you know, that's not the Achilles. People forget, too, you know, Belichick made a big move on him. He was a restricted free agent a few years right. ago. It was the year they picked up uh, Brandon LaFell. And, right. uh, but Sanders was the first yeah, choice. Sanders and, would have been better than yeah, they, but they, <laughs> He was a little bit hidden, though. He was in Pittsburgh. He was like the right. third receiver, you know what I mean? So he was kind of like Always a— been such a good player. Yeah, he was a little under the radar, and they put a big offer sheet on him. Such a typical Patriots yeah. move if they pull oh, yeah. that off. Oh man. Yep. He I mean he's such a great fit for the system. Yeah, he is. So so keep your eyes on that. So that'll be interesting to watch. And then a couple more uh things to get to just around the league. So with that Packers game, uh and they've got the Raiders at home with uh Adams out they're a little bit hurting at receiver. And we talked about it Packers, on Friday yeah. in the pod. Um MVS, you know, Marquez Valdez Scantling, he's got an ankle and knee. I, I don't think he's going. And then you've got Geronimo well, Allison. You know what's funny? Concussion and chest injury. And here's another one. I I don't like this. I don't like to hear this from a team. And, they, and I, you know, this is something that I think actually one of the uh, aggregators surmised. I don't know if it was Rappaport or somebody else. But they said something to the effect of the Packers feel that one of these two will be ready. I saw that. I don't like that. 
Like, it should be independent based on if they're ready to play. It mm. sounds like, well, whoever's healthiest, we're going to make them play. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. So, but, you know, I, I look Go at Go pick somebody up off the wire. Go figure it out. Put a healthy body out there. Well, don't tell MVS, sorry, you've got to go today. Yeah, and he hasn't looked, he hasn't looked right in several right. weeks. So He finished the game, which is why I think people are optimistic right. about him. I mean, you know, he was out for a, about a series and a half, and then he came back. But, again, I think that was out of necessity. You know, uh, yeah, like I think on, you're right. in a normal game, he wouldn't have come back. Well, you get someone you can pivot to there too. Like if you're, you know, if you uh, want to get someone in that game, yeah, your guy, Alan, Alan Lazard. Yeah, I, I, I mean, call him good. Lazard on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, you know what? For all I know, you're right. Um, uh, the thing with uh, Lazard is, you know, the, it's interesting. Like what I would like is one of the, exactly what we're talking about. If one of MVS um, and Geronimo played, I think that'd be perfect. Mm. If they're both out, I don't know if that's ideal because then he'll be getting like he's got, number one corner treatment right. all game. That might not be good. Right? He's not a separation guy, um, so I'm hoping that either MVS or Allison plays. Uh, but did you watch Monday Night, Jim? I did. did you actually, yep. you saw the end of the game. Yeah. I mean, you could feel it. Like that guy uh, was <laughs> Lazard came on the field, and Rogers. Rogers likes him. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, like he was looking at him every play. Yeah. So I don't know if that was just a you know a factor of there was a mismatch going on or it's, it was a single game thing, but it sure felt like Rodgers likes this kid. Yeah, like it was like a light went on the second that that Lazard went on the field, um, and then I don't know I was for whatever reason didn't go to bed right after the game. I was watching the post game and Rodgers was doing an on field interview and he was waxing poetic on Lazard. Well, look, he's he, saying I love him in meetings. I've been sitting with him all year. This kid pays attention. Yeah. He's, he's better than people realize. Stuff like that, and I'm sitting there going, hmm. Well, the other thing is... It was almost like he was talking to the other receivers. You know or I mean? his coach. Right, right. It was almost like he was talking to the people who weren't paying attention. Right. Like, like you guys, do it like this kid, you know? Anyway. Yeah. Well, the other thing on I him, I started too. to get the feeling that this guy could sort of become this year's James Jones. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And I think, you know, we, we were talking about it Friday in the podcast, which is, you know, Rodgers is... Uh, Tough to satisfy anyway, but he is he is wearing the gloom and doom on his face. So if he's speaking positively about somebody, he really likes him because he has not had a – you can see it. He's wearing it on the field. He's just not a happy camper in that offense right now. He's not bought in, and uh, there's clearly something going on with he and his coach. So if he's going out of his way to A, target someone that hasn't been on the field, and B, talk about him positively in postgame, I think that tells you something. The other thing yeah. on that, too, is the other kid, Kumaro, who's been the, the quote-unquote you know, yeah. fourth option there, that That's was his chance. That. that was his yeah. chance, and he, he did nothing. So, Yeah, I mean, I don't – I haven't gone back and looked up the 22 on that. I mean, I don't – you know, Kumaro may have had a bad matchup. I don't know. He hasn't done a lot this year. Um, he's a guy who's looked good at points, though. Yeah. He's, sort of, he's sort of like morphing into a Jeff Janis kind of. Yeah character yeah. in, this, in this movie but uh I, I i'd still like to see kumaro do some things he's another one that rogers likes so yeah you know we'll see a lot of him uh this week i would think all right so good tease for the next segment which we look at pete's locks of the week the article coming up all brought to you by Craftmaster hardware that's coming up and just a little tease alan lazard or lazard or whatever you want to say <laughs> three thousand on dk we'll catch you after the break the only station in Boston where you'll hear exclusive interviews with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Okay, NFL Sunday action. You can check it out right here on WEEI. First up, we have the Oakland Raiders visiting the Packers at Lambeau. Coverage starts at 1 o'clock on WEEI. Then we jump into the Chargers taking on the Titans. Late day. Buckle up for that one. 
Pats are off as they have Monday Night Football against the Jets starting at 8.20 Monday night. Pats looking to stay undefeated and pick up their fourth divisional win. As of right now, the Pats will be without Josh Gordon. He's out with a knee and an ankle injury. Tight ends Matt Lacoste and Ryan Izzo also ruled out. Bruins lose in overtime last night to the Leafs. They're back at the Garden Tuesday night for a rematch. And the Yankees lose to the Astros in Game 5. Woo! After Jose Altuve hits a walk-off home run in the ninth inning, sending the Astros to the World Series for the second time in three years. Game 1 against the Nationals is going to be a good one. will be Tuesday night. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Nice. All right. Love that. Welcome back. Fantasy Football Hour, Sports Damn Radio, WE. Yeah, yeah. It's the, that's the best. <laughs> it was a good NFL films on the uh, like late night the other night. I was just kind of flipping around. Love that stuff. All right, texts are coming in, 37937. We'll do a lightning round towards the end of the show. I will take a couple during this segment, but we are ready now for our uh, Lock of the Week segment. It's time for the Lock of the Week, brought to you by Craftmaster Hardware, security hardware, and locksmith supplies for your business at craftmasterhardware.com. Pete's article, a lot of locks, my man. Where do you want to go? <laughs> i got to think up a lock, huh? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. you got a few. Um, yeah, no, let's, let's go, go with the article, man. Let's talk. Yeah. So, I mean, so one question came in from the uh, okay. from the text machine, which is like, what quarterbacks do you think have teed up for a Every time you call the text week? machine, George Michael pops. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why I do it. you got to stop. I'm teeing you up. <laughs> but uh, the 508 asks, what do you think, what quarterbacks are going to have a great game? And if you uh, check out the article, we can get into it right now. But you've got about right. 10 listed. Yeah, I mean, those are DraftKings plays, so these are guys I sort of like at cost. And remember, when we're talking about DraftKings, a big difference between liking a guy for seasonal and liking a guy in daily. Because when we like a guy in daily, what we're saying is we feel like there's a chance for a spike. Right. Um, You know, seasonal plays are more about floor. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think the top ten guys on my board right now I like quite a bit. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, Josh Allen, Prescott, Jared Goff, Tom Brady, Daniel Jones. Like those plays yep. a lot. Yep. And now, the- Brady's off the main slate, unfortunately. We can't play him. So is Prescott. That's why those guys weren't in the article. Right. Um, but I really like them as plays. And then I thought, I think I, I may have listed, who else did I list? Maybe one more guy. But um, there's a lot of good places to put your QB money this week, for sure. Yeah, you can Percet in there, too, against the Texans. 5,600. Yeah, he's sort of a floor play. Yep. I, I like him. I think, you know, he's just a good, cheap price. He's tended to come in at 20 points or above this week. And you can sort of stack him with Hilton, who's dirt cheap. Yep. Um, you know, so yeah, I like Brissett a little bit. I don't know if I'm actually going to use him, but Jared Goff too. Jared Goff's got uh, yeah, Goff, you know, against I mean, the Falcons, obviously. Sieve. Yeah, right. I mean, that's you sort of have to like disregard the recent struggles and the fact that he's struggled on the road, you know, overall as well. Um, and you need to buy into the fact that well, it's on the road, but it is indoors. Um, and Atlanta, as you say, is just they can't rush the passer. They can't cover a receiver. Uh, I mean, if the Rams don't throw the ball well this week, you really got to worry. I agree. And you know what? We've actually, speaking of the Rams and speaking of Brady, which we just got to, a 508 text says uh, Brady or Goff. And it's, uh, that's, uh, it's closer than I want to have it be. Yeah, I mean, Goff's got him. Here's the thing Goff's got the matchup 
and he's got th- the game setting, I think. I-, I think Atlanta is going to score on the Rams. I agree. I don't know if the Jets are going to score on the Patriots. It's very possible they won't, like, at all. Right. Um, and in that case, Brady just won't have to throw that much. So I just feel like Goff is, like, I think at the end of the day, Goff's going to have around 40 pass attempts. Brady may have 28. Uh, well, I think I think the Patriots are going to have to throw because the Jets can stuff the run, right? But I but that, not no, that's to the true. but that's not true. to the level that Goff is going to have to is, is right. going to throw. So right. I think that's that's where you get your little edge there. My gut on the Patriots Jets is that the Jets are going to bring tons of heat. Brady's going to be Brady. He's going to get the ball out. You're going to get a lot of Edelman, a lot of James White. Yeah, a lot of Burkhead if he plays. A lot of Burkhead if he plays. Um, or at least some well-placed Burkhead yeah. if he plays. Um, so that would maybe make Brady a bit of a distributor. Um, he'll have good quarterback numbers at the end of the day. I don't know about fantasy numbers. Well, yeah, it could be. I think distributor is the right word, but he could Again, get... relative to Goff. Yeah. I've got him as my ninth QB. I mean, I have Brady as a QB1. I mean, my rankings are Goff 8, Brady 9. Yeah, so, right there. Sorry, caller. <laughs> but I would <laughs> you know, they're I, very close. Yeah, I think if you want to play the volume, you, you, you play Goff. But I see Brady having yeah. one of those, like, 20... 22 for 30, 300 yeah. yard games and maybe a touchdown. A good way to say it would be Brady, I think, has more floor. Yeah. Like, I think Brady giving you a dud is unlikely. Yep. Um, but the odds of one of them one of them hitting 30 is better for Goff. I agree. And then another uh, Brady question, and it's just, this just doesn't feel right to give this advice, but right. 207 asks Josh Allen or Brady. It's tough to go against Josh Allen against Miami. I mean, that's. I would go Brady. And just because of the unpredictability, right? It's it's very, I've got them very well. You know what? It's very close. Yeah, it, it's it's actually similar. The difference with Allen is he doesn't have the floor um, that Goff and Matt Ryan have. Like I like uh, Allen a lot in a GPP because mm. if he runs against the Dolphins, he could put up monster points. But they could also crush Miami in the first quarter, um, and then it's sort of a running game. So. You know what? I think I will go Allen, but it's I, close. I just pulled up your rankings. So you've got Allen 6 and you got right. Brady 9, which knowing right. you as I do, that's really close. Right. But that's it's a game script kind of thing. Right. Um, you know, Brady, I think, gives you nice solidity. I mean, what are the odds Brady doesn't have a decent game? No, he's going to have a great game. Right. Very you good know, game. It just, it you know, a good game for Brady may not be a fantasy, a fantasy point, right. yeah, uh, you know, killer. Right. Um, and Goff sort of has the same problem. I mean, Miami is barely even trying to win. Right. So, um, you know, it's it's really tough to sit there and predict what Miami Buffalo is going to look like. It's it, it depends on how Buffalo crushes them early. You know yeah. what I mean? There's really It's tough to say exactly how they're going to crush them. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I'd probably go Allen there, but, you know, there's... It's tight. You can't make a bad decision there. But they're, they're all there. They're all featured there. You know what I mean? And so yeah. you got Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, Josh Allen, Jared Goff, Daniel Jones, Brady, Brissett. All good plays. Right. So, the play I love is Kyler Murray at quarterback. Yeah. Just that because will, I, yeah. It's, I just don't see how he can fail. The Giants aren't good. Let me tell you something. Though. I, I, I was a little surprised at the Giants' defense against the Pats a couple Thursday nights ago. I mean, they, they brought some pressure. I, I was surprised because they were very civvy uh, before that game. But they, they defensively, they played okay. But uh, you I anticipate okay. a step back? No, I just I, I don't think they played as good as you're saying. <laughs> and I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't have much respect for their defense. Mm. I didn't, but they, they, they did bring some heat that game. So it makes it a little know. complicated. I, maybe, I, maybe the Patriots are a little bit out of sync that day, I too. was about to say, you know, the Patriots helped that, way, yeah. that night a little bit. No, I think Brady was right. having sort of a weird night. All right. So let's get to some locks. Do you want to, uh, is, is one Kyler Murray your lock of the week? Uh, Kyler Murray is my favorite QB play, and I do think he's sort of a lock with a floor. 
Um, the question about him is, can he go nuts? Maybe not because mm. they don't have much of a downfield passing game. Um, so he sort of needs to, what did Hank Stram used to say, matriculate. He no needs way. to sort of matriculate. He was trying too hard. Yeah, he needs to matriculate points. So, you know, they're going to come sort of two and three points at a time. Yeah. Um, but I do think the Giants, I just don't think the Giants can handle his mobility at all. Um, you know, if Christian Kirk were healthy, I would be even more excited. But I don't think Kirk is going to play. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. So it looks like uh, in that Arizona game, it looks like DJ is going to play um, uh, David Johnson. But Kirk is probably not. They want to rest him a, another week, which is kind it's of a too bummer. Bad, man. If it, DJ oh, yeah, he could have eaten big time. Well, if DJ hadn't played, though. Um, Edmonds Chase Edmonds, an amazing uh, DFS play. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun uh, putting Edmonds in there at forty-seven hundred. Ooh, <laughs> you know, with Johnson out and him getting ninety-five percent of the juice. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. Um, but I think lock tight ends a really strong position this week. My lock is Evan Ingram. Oh, um, yeah, mine too. Lock it in. <laughs> you pay sixty-five hundred units, but you know, what? hack. Why don't you go down and, and get into the Edmonds se- uh, the Ingram segment of yeah, this, the article? Yeah, this is. It's, this Evan is compelling. Throughout some pretty serious stats. Yeah, this is him. this is compelling. So here's Evan right. Eng- on Evan Engram. Okay, so check this out. Tampa Bay is the 31st worst team in terms of giving up fantasy points to tight ends. They allow 10.8 fantasy points per game. Now, Evan Engram is <laughs> going against the Cardinals. The Cardinals are ranked 32nd. Okay, so they're the worst. They're giving up 16.2 fantasy <laughs> points amazing. per game. Holy Toledo! That's amazing. I mean, that's a. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fifty percent increase. You know what I mean. So I mean that's not yeah, not good. It's, it's um, not They've good. They've just been getting destroyed. And you get um, Sterling Shepard out too. So who are you going right. to go down? Who's going to stretch the field? It's going to be Angram. And can he right. stretch the field? Yeah, he can. He can, he can stretch the field. Well, he can. St- I mean, he tends to. You know, and this gets to the Giants being the Giants, but they tend to use him in more short area routes. Yeah. Um, and then he tends to tack on some nice yak, but they really should use him deep more often. Uh, and on a week like this, where they're going to have probably have Patrick Peterson shadowing Slayton, yep. well, why not split and then run, you know, use Ingram on some routes on the other side of the field? Um, I don't, you know, they, they tend to not do that. And, you know, the Giants, I think, if you want to define them negatively, you define them by the things they tend not to do. Mm. They don't use Barkley in a broad-spectrum way, even though he's got a broad-spectrum skill set, and they fail to do it with Ingram as well. They leave a lot of their better abilities, you know, they in don't, the toolbox. They don't There's fully a lot use, of good clubs they never take yeah, out Yeah, they don't fully bag. use their talent. They just no, don't. they don't. It's, uh, they add, the, the, as I said a lot of last year, this offense is too static. Teams know what they're going to do. And when you have a bunch of guys who can do a lot of different things, why would you want to be predictable? Yeah. Again, Belichick had the Giants' skill set. If he had those, if he had Evan Ingram, no way he would use him. Yep. That way. No question. No way. Same would be said for one OJ Howard, who also yep. might be coming here. All right, yep. we're going to break. The lightning round for Tex is coming up. Sports Radio WEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, yeah, that gets the blood boiling. Sports Radio WEI, the Fantasy Football Hour, the lightning round. Lots of texts, 37937. I've got them all jogged down, Pete. You ready to go? 
Yeah. Let's help some folks out. I want to start narrating right now. I uh, don't you though? I know. It began. <laughs> it's a grand game. Yep. Phenomenal. Jim Plunkett. It's <laughs> great. Love Sorry, that stuff. All right, let's hit it. So uh, this one came on Twitter. Uh, you can get Pete at at Rotobon. This can get me at at WEI Hacksaw. It's at Juni Trends. Says start one. Cole Beasley, Terry McLaurin, Jamison Crowder, Didi. You gotta go McLaurin there. I think so. I yeah. don't love the matchup for him, but he's just playing so well. I, I, I can't. I couldn't put one of those other guys in for him. Yeah, Niners are a good D, great D actually. But McLaurin's yeah. the play there. Yeah. Uh, let's see, five got, yeah, I mean, you got to figure they're going to be thrown at him the whole second half. They only need to hit one. right? Yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, look, he, he's a big play guy. He can. Yeah. He, he does it all. He's a really tough you, matchup. Though. You were. Uh, you were right on him in your offseason. We like Mr. Oof. McLaurin. Yeah, he's a good You're, player. You, you know, in our draft and lights out, I traded up for him. Yeah. No, smart. It worked out. We like him. All right. 508. Well, uh, if only Paris Campbell could get healthy, then we'd really I be know. Happy. He's out if you missed it. Um, 508, flex, standard scoring. Let's see. Jamal Williams, Alshon, or Robert Woods. I'm going Robert Woods there, I think. Very close between Alshon and Robert Woods. Yeah. Um, do we know if it's like PPR? Do standard. We standard, huh? Um, I still like Woods. Yeah, I'm going to go Woods. I really like that matchup. Yep. I, I think too. Woods Woods has floor this week, so yeah, I I think I'd go Woods. The Val- Falcons all are good sieve. plays though. Yeah, Falcons are a sieve. So Rams at the Falcons, <laughs> and you've got, you know, Robert Woods is a yeah. The thing about the Falcons the ball. is they can't cover, but but they can't rush the pass. Right. They can't. <laughs> the right. Yeah, they like, can't do they anything. Just, they can't hang their head anywhere. They can't they tie their stink. shoes or pull their pants up. And you've got the the whole the coach is in a bad spot. They're talking about like firing him and stuff. So there's so much badness. Yep. Uh, Five oh eight Shark or Ridley. I'm gonna go shark. I know. I, t- I like. He's he's uh, really become reliable. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take a bow on McLaurin, and I will say sorry on Shark. Yeah. I was I was too low on him. Well, he was a kind of a he had the drop season college, right? It wasn't so much. I mean, a little bit. It was just that he's a body catcher, and I like to see guys evolve from that. And a little bit he has, but yep. he's just so explosive. Yeah. And that we knew. Like we, he was a guy that um, Coach really liked. So got, I want to give give Coach some credit. Got the trust that. of the quarterback too. Eight five seven PPR Philip Dorsett or Taylor Gabriel. Who's probably back from injury? Boy, that's close. They're both similar because they could both get knocked out. I, right. Uh, Dorsett's questionable. But he's going to play. They're going to. Someone's going to play receiver. Yeah. I. You know. You could go Gabriel just because you can put him in and know he's going to play. Yeah. And you don't have to wait to find out maybe if Dorsett doesn't get activated. True. I think. You know, Gabriel's got a lot of upside, but he also has plenty of strikeout capability. Well, the last time we saw him, he had three touchdowns. He was going nuts, right? Yep. And then we haven't seen him since because he had a bad concussion. So. I for upside I would go Gabriel. Yep. I think for floor probably Dorset. Yep. Um but I do think there's some element where you might just want to play Gabriel on the off chance that Dorset doesn't play. Yep. Uh yeah, I think you're right. And and uh I mean I think it's like twenty percent that Dorset wouldn't play. Mm. But maybe there maybe there's a chance that Dorset is there if they need him kind of thing. Well the thing like, is the thing he is this. could be on a snap count if the game is in the Patriots' favor. Yeah, it stinks that the Patriots are Monday night. At least this is a four right. o'clock game with the Bears. Four twenty five. Yeah. So you got some time. You might get a little bit more news, you know? Yeah. So just keep your uh, eye on I, it. I, I might go Gabriel there. Yep. Uh the only bad news there is Trubisky's coming back. Five oh eight. Right. Five. But you know, in some ways that helps Gabriel. Because they like to get the ball out of Trubisky's hand quick. Quickly, yeah, and, and Gabriel and, can get that. Yeah, so, um, and the Saints, here's the other thing there, just for what it's worth. Gabriel's not going to be the guy getting shadowed by Lattimore. It'll be Robinson. Right. So, you know, I, I, I'd i go Gabriel there, yeah. I think. I think yeah. it's just safer, and there's a lot of upside. Uh, you know, understand the risks. You could get, like, very little as well, but 
Um, I would go Gabriel. Make sure he's playing. Yeah. 508, uh, Hunter Henry or Ben Watson? Hunter Henry. That's a play. (laughs) For all you Henry guys, play him. Come on. Rob Gronkowski or Jim Hackett. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. That is silly. 413, PPR. Uh, MVS, he's a game-time decision. I would avoid him. Right. Terry McLaurin, Philip Dorsett. Go McLaurin. Absolutely. Again. Absolutely. 774, this is a close one. Uh, Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, right. or Carson Wentz going on Sunday night. Very close. Very close. Um, I've got them ranked like almost identical. I know. Um, you know, I think... I'm going Wentz. Yeah, you know what? It, you go Wentz because... We just don't know what's – there's so much unknown with Green Bay right now. Yep. Um, and, the you know, Oakland is going to come in and just try to run, run, run and slow that game down. Yep. Uh, so, you know what? I think Wentz is safer. He's going to explode soon. Right. I'm just I mean, waiting I have Rodgers at 11, Wentz at 13, but with, like, zero separation. Yeah, I think um, I like Wentz there. Yeah, Instinctively. I think I, – I, I'm feeling more security with Wentz. Yep, me too. All right, 508, Flex PPR, Austin Hooper or on Johnson? <laughs> this is I can't believe I'm about to do this, but I'm Hooper, Hooper, yeah, we talked about it on the top I, of the show. That's carry on against Minnesota, right? Yeah, I just want to make sure I'm remembering that. Yeah, I mean Minnesota's a wall, and Detroit is not a lock to go to carry on in the pass game. Yep, you, you cannot trust them to do that. Meanwhile, Hooper's been just going crazy all the time. So yeah, Hooper, ride the wave, ride yeah. the wave, and the Rams do tend to give up some tight end production. Yep. Nine seven eight, the aforementioned Frank Gore against the pathetic Miami Dolphins, uh, or Latavius Murray, who's going to have a lot of action potentially yeah, against the Bears. Yeah, they're both going to have a lot of action. I think they're both good plays. Yep. So that's a tough one. I think I'm going to go Lat Murray. I just, you know, there's no Kamara. It's hard to bench Lat Murray. You know what I mean? That's Yeah. And Singletary's yeah. back for the Bills, by the way. Right. So. I mean, I've got Lat Murray at 19, Gore at 26. Not a whole lot of separation there. Um, did the person who sent that in give us a scoring on it uh did not okay I'll keep my eye on it to, to to the texter if it's ppr then it's an easy call for murray right really yeah, score's not going to catch anything right and murray is yeah because remember murray's going to get all the snaps no kamara so he's going to be in the passing game yeah so if it's ppr i think it's easy murray I, I would still go murray in, in in standard but it's close this guy sent this one a couple times uh gardner Minshew or jacoby Brissett. i'm going Brissett there yeah, but it's close. It is close. Minshew's yeah. playing well. The thing about Minshew is you can't count on the volume because Cincinnati is so bad. Right. So that you could go in there. Minshew could throw a touchdown on the first series, and then it's just Fournette, Fournette, Fournette the rest of the day. Yep. That same Bears-Saints game, uh, we got one. Ah, oh, shoot. Did I lose it? <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Sorry. 617, uh, Josh Allen or Aaron <laughs> Rodgers? I'm going Josh Allen. Yeah, me too. I'll find it. Hold on. I will find it. Uh, by hook or by crook, I'll find it there, Texter. Where is it? You can um, tweet it to us, Texter. Sorry I'll, I'll read that. another one. Uh, let's see. 207, PPR, Cole Beasley or Taylor Gabriel, who we talked about a lot. In PPR, definitely I would go Beasley. Beasley, yeah. He's tough to sit. 774, Sony Michelle or Lat Murray? Lat Murray for me. Close, but Lat Murray. Yep. To the Texter who asked a couple James White questions, James White or Rex Burkett on Monday night. James White, White. James White's the secure asset yeah. there. And then, and remember the Jets blitz. Yes, like all day, all day. Look, if we don't get to anything, I'm at at weei hacksaw. Give me a follow. Ask a question. Pete's at at rotobon. Give him a follow. Ask a question. A couple more before I get kicked out of here. Let's see. <laughs> Pick two of three. Standard. Frank Gore, Latavius Murray. Wow, a lot of the same ones. Or Chase Edmonds. Well, DJ's playing, so take Chase Edmonds out and go right. with Latavius Murray. We just and keep that. your head in a swivel. If yep. if Johnson's out, 
Edmonds would go to the top of that list. Yep. 207, Larry Fitz or Edelman? Close. <sighs> That's yeah. close. That's I would go close. Fitz. Because Fitz is healthy. We know he's going to play the whole game. It's going to be high scoring. Yep. He's playing the slot 90%. But, boy, that's both excellent plays. 774, PPR, Stefan Diggs or Terry McLaurin? Another close one. Diggs. I like Diggs, too. He's coming off a you know huge what? game. And I'm going to flip the other one to Edelman. <laughs> Are you really? It, uh, you know what? It's so close. I would go with your gut caller. But I think Edelman's safer. All right. got to roll. At WEI Hacksaw, at Rotobon, NFL Sunday coming up. And... If you missed any of today's show, you can remember you can listen to the entire program on the Radio.com app using the new Rewind feature. If you still don't have the app, just text APP to 37937. Good luck today, guys. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 